Weekend America is brought to you by Target, committed to making a real difference every day by giving back over $2 million every week. Target is online at Target.com. I'm Bill Radke. And I'm Alex Cohen, in for Barbara Bogave. In New Orleans, this is the first weekend of Mardi Gras, but it's a shortened Mardi Gras. It's eight days this year instead of 12. Some New Orleanians don't want a Mardi Gras this year. They think it's too early to start celebrating again. However, Tom Piazza disagrees. Piazza is a novelist, and he's a Grammy Award-winning music writer, and he's also a displaced New Orleans resident. He's written a book called Why New Orleans Matters. Independent producer Gideon Darkangelo talked with Tom Piazza about what this year's Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras means to the city. In a New York hotel room, far from his New Orleans home, Tom Piazza opened up his laptop, fired up iTunes, and made his case for why New Orleans matters. First, we listened to the Silverleaf Brass Band doing, Papa, what you're trying to do to me? I've been doing it for years. Listen for the break here. <laughs> that was the two trumpets playing in the old King Oliver style, taking that break together. <laughs> and that spirit, that kind of terrific all together, uh, everybody kind of doing their own thing a little bit, but contributing to this marvelously propulsive and uh, joyous communal effect, that to me is the essence of uh, New Orleans' amazing spiritual resilience, uh, you know, and the thing that makes it such a magnetic place for people. Now, the guy who's singing here is Danny Barker. And this is a traditional Mardi Gras Indian song that they call Indian Red. And he, what he's doing is he's running down the Eighth Ward Hunters, the White Eagles, the Wild West Shoshone Hunters. These are all names of Mardi Gras Indian gangs that would parade on Mardi Gras morning. The pretty Eighth Ward Hunters, the Wild West Shoshone Hunters. The Mardi Gras Indians are social clubs mostly made up of working class African Americans who every year on Mardi Gras Day masquerade as Indians. They parade around in elaborate costumes decorated with brightly colored beads and feathers. It's like looking at a, a gang of tropical parrots or something. It's just absolutely amazing explosion of color and life energy coming at you down the streets. And they have these songs that they would sing uh, that have this kind of call and response aspect to them. And the rhythm of those songs and, and the way those songs work kind of contributed a lot to the rhythm of early jazz. Queen of New Orleans. Oh, how we love to hear you call us Indian Red. Mighty Kudifayo. This recording, you can hear they'll sing the same song, essentially, that Danny Barker was singing there. It's a, a group called the Wild Chapatulas, which made probably the most well known commercial recordings of Mardi Gras Indian music in the late 1970s. What have you heard about the prospects for Mardi Gras this year? Well, there are different schools of thought this year, actually, on Mardi Gras. I mean, some people feel that it would be inappropriate to have any kind of celebration in the city right now in the face of all the death and destruction that the city's um, undergone in the last few months. And I understand that point of view. I don't subscribe to it, but I understand it. I respect it. To get a better sense for why the music of New Orleans matters... Tom suggested I go talk with Greg Stafford, a band leader at the fabled Preservation Hall. Greg actually got his start in one of Danny Barker's youth brass bands. Yeah, yeah, 
Sitting on the porch of his weather-beaten house in uptown New Orleans, Greg and I listened to the same wild Chapatula song Tom queued up for us in New York. It's beautiful, you know, the voices, you know, they, everybody's picked a line of harmony, and the lead voice is very much authentic New Orleans with that lazy sound, you know. Almost nasal, you know, in a sense, but that's very strong. It's a very distinctive sound. On Fat Tuesday, Greg usually holds a big party at his house for his friends who live out in neighborhoods where the parades don't pass. Whole tribes of Mardi Gras Indians pass directly in front of his house, some stopping by to join the party. He shook his head as he thought about this year's Mardi Gras. I'm in total disagreement with having a Mardi Gras. There are a lot of people who are not even here to to voice their opinion about how disgruntled they are about that. You know, people's lives have been devastated, turned upside down. Mardi Gras is not the French Quarter, Canal Street. Mardi Gras is the communities. Mardi Gras is for the people of New Orleans. You know, and, and the tourists are welcome to come in and have a good time, too. But are you going to have a Mardi Gras and you don't have nobody in New Orleans? The school kids are not even here. Where are you going to find marching bands, majorettes? You know? Where are you going to find the marching squads? This is something that really hurting a lot of people. I had two sisters lost everything. And if you want to jumpstart the economy, okay. Okay, the city has to come back. But, you know, you can pass up Mardi Gras for a year. It doesn't have to happen. If you have a Mardi Gras, and then the whole country would think everything is all right in New Orleans. Everything is okay. That's the wrong message to send, because everything is not okay. Everything is not okay. Mare curifayo. That was trumpet player Greg Stafford and author Tom Piazza. Let there be no doubt, there will be a Mardi Gras this year in New Orleans. The first parade is today. And that's it for another hour of Weekend America. Special thanks this week to Chris Roberts of Minnesota Public Radio and Ashley Gross of Alaska Public Radio. Also, thanks to Tanya Katenjian in San Francisco. Our theme music was created by Galactic. Catherine Scott is our senior producer. Jeremy Skeet, our managing editor. Our executive producer is Jim Russell. Grab a free podcast of today's program. It's on our website, weekendamerica.org. In Los Angeles, I'm Bill Radke. And I'm Alex Cohen. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. Weekend America is supported by A.G. Edwards & Sons, caring for nest eggs for more than 118 years with a commitment to provide objective financial advice. A.G. Edwards, fully invested in their clients.
This program is made possible with support from AIR, the Association of Independents in Radio and Public Radio Stations, including WMFE Orlando, KUOW Seattle, and KNOW St. Paul. And made possible by grants from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting and Minnesota Public Radio. Weekend America is produced and distributed by... American Public Media. 